Let's give our takeaways from the Spurs' massive loss to the Pelicans and bring in a fan for it's another episode. Well, a fan episode right here on Locked On Spurs. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Cans 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope you're having a great start to the work week. Christmas is right around the corner, everybody. So happy early. Ryan, thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Google Play, subscribe to Kids 5 Plus app. The list goes on and on. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use that code, but make sure it's all lowercase, LockedOnNBA, for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to give, well, I'm going to give my takeaways from the Spurs' big loss to the Pelicans. Yikes, I was at the game. Not good. Spoke with Wimby. I'll tell you what he said in just a few seconds. And then we're going to bring in a fan for another fan episode, uh, Chris Leha. He's making his second appearance here on Lockdown Spurs. And he's going to be kind of catching us up with what the fans are talking about. And right now, are the fans believing that this team is turning the corner? I know coming off the loss versus Pelicans, but there are signs of improvement. So we're going to ask Leha if he thinks the Spurs fans are thumbs up when it comes to the silver and black right now, even though they're Four and twenty-one. Let's look back at last night's big loss to the Pelicans. I'm gonna give you some takeaways, and the biggest takeaway right now is well, I see. I don't think about this. Do you want to start off with positive news or negative news? Let's start off with the ugly side of things. Um, yeah, Spurs and back to their old ways. Takeaway number one is the lack of momentum. They could not carry that momentum from beating the Lakers into playing the Pelicans. They were riding high. It was thumbs up. It was fireworks going off everywhere. I really believed in that in that game that they would be able to carry that momentum over, bring that competitive spirit into the game versus the New Orleans. They did not. Now, to their credit, they were within 10 at half, so it wasn't too bad of a, at least a first half showing, but the wheels just came completely off in the second half. The Spurs, they could not find a bucket they could not find a bucket. Everything just fell apart. We'll get into some other takeaways in a bit, but as far as just overall momentum, that's what I was really disappointed about. They just couldn't sustain that, that the, the, just whatever made that win possible versus the Lakers carried it over into the game versus New Orleans. You know, that was very disappointing. You, we had uh, Devin Vassell, 36 points, career high. Wimby didn't need to be a big, big factor collectively there, but he did it together. They just couldn't sustain that. So that's the biggest takeaway right there for me is just lack of carrying it over. Uh, takeaway number two is offensive routes. Now, shouldn't be too much of a surprise. Popovich did say during the Lakers game, or at least after the Lakers game, that although the defense is improving, they still have offensive issues. And that showed big time versus the Pelicans, at least in the second half. Uh, they shot for the game 42%. And for the uh, the Pelicans, fifty five percent. Now, three pointers. The Spurs were abysmal, thirty five percent. And then the Pelicans they just could not miss. They made twenty two, fifty two percent. And yeah, it's just oof, just and then they make then they compound things. So it was not even helping their their shoot. They're shooting themselves in the foot, literally, but not connecting on shots. 
Then they got massively out-rebounded to 52-39. to 39. And I just spoke to C.D. Uh, Osmond about this, uh, you know, saying you know, he was telling me, you know, they're seeing the rebounds, you know, they're proving in that department. And it didn't come together. You know, 52 to 39. I mean, it's just too lopsided there. You would think it wouldn't be as bad with Wimby there, but it is. You know, 52 to 39 Pelicans with the advantage, not good. Now, offensive rebounds, the Pelicans were 12, Spurs nine. Again, giving up those easy second chance points. Points in the paint, 56 to 46. Again, Spurs not capitalizing on, I think, Wimby. Wimby could dominate in the paint. And this goes to the, you know, the offensive droughts, how they can cure that. There was a play where Wimby is zooming in for, to the rim, and Julian Champagne could have just easy lobbed it up and given it to Wimby and for the dunk. That didn't happen. He passed out to the perimeter. So not taking advantage of Wimby, you know, offensive droughts, not connecting on shots, couldn't make, uh, you know, anything just led up to a bad, bad night. And look, you don't believe me? Listen to what Pop had to say. Quote, that's what you call an ass whooping. Pure and simple, drop the mic, period, full stop, all that kind of stuff. They had a hey, Pelicans had a great night shooting. We couldn't throw it in the, the ocean. So that sums up the night. And no, no, so I'm not gonna total doom and gloom here, you know, because it does feel like rinse and repeat when it comes to Spurs losses. But there was some positive in the loss, and that is minimal turnovers. That has been really been, you know, aside from the defense, one of the other bigger improvements the Spurs have made in recent games. Uh, the uh, Spurs were able to just um, just give up 13 uh, turnovers. Last month in November, they were hovering around 20 a game. Now, that has gone down. I spoke to Wimby afterwards, and he agreed with me that he does see that as a positive, as something moving forward that the Spurs can build upon, among many things. But, you know, they are minimizing turnovers and valuing the ball better, 13 only versus the Pelicans. So if you need something to hang your hat on, everybody, there you have it. I look, I try my best to find something positive out of a, a massive loss. 146 to 110. That was the final score. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty, a pretty game, especially in the second half. And of course, of all nights, the Tony Parker night. So yikes. Those are some three takeaways uh from the loss to the Pelicans. The Spurs are four and twenty-one. Oh joy, they got the, the Bucks next on the road. Fun, fun times. And that's the next game. Coming up next, we have Chris Leha. He's gonna join us to give us a fan perspective on the silver and black. And we're going to ask them, are fans seeing the improvements? Are they seeing some sort of turning of the corner despite the loss of the Pelicans? So we're going to ask them that on this now going to be a fan episode. We're here on Locked On Spurs. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. But before we continue our chat right here on Locked On Spurs, I want to talk to you about price picks. Price picks is the largest daily fantasy sports in north america they're the easiest most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports and it's just you versus the numbers you have to worry about sharks or the pros or battling against thousands of others you know it's just you versus the numbers that's it you pick more than or less than on two to six player projections and you start watching the winnings roll in so look prize picks make things easy you can have quick withdrawals easy gameplay an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. And look, they even have a reboot policy. So let's just say one of your players gets injured in a football game, basketball game in the first half, they don't return in the second half. Well, that player is rebooted 
Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury with injury insurance policy. So yeah, what more do you need? Go to Price Picks right now. They got Apple Pay for quick and easy deposit into your account this basketball season as well. I have the app. You should get it too. Go to PricePicks.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. Use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's PricePicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The code is LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And as promised, we are now joined by Chris Leha of MCS Contracting. He is back, everybody, to help back. us on this fan episode of Locked on Spurs. And look, Chris, first of all, are you happy that I took care of the, the Spurs Pelicans recap by myself? Because you probably would have flipped tables, right? Dude, you would have had to hit the bleep button a few times, man. <laughs> after after the game that we just had. Yeah, exactly. That was well, well, you know, you know, the topic couldn't come at the worst time, but it also is good, but it's also bad just because of the loss to the Pelicans. But look, nevertheless, Chris is here to help us with this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs, where he's going to represent the entire fan base on a topic that many Spurs fans are talking about, and. The one, the biggest one, at least before the Pelicans game, was if the team was turning around, making improvements yeah. for the better. And technically they are, but we want to hear what fans are saying about that. So we're going to get his thoughts on that. Make sure to follow him on X at CLeha3, all one word. He's going to talk about MCS uh, general contracting later on this show. And he's also going to give us his thoughts on Tony Parker, who got honored yesterday. Uh, for his uh, Hall of Fame induction. So, Chris, you know how this works, so here we go. So, if you put a, try to put aside the Pelicans' loss, technically there has been improvements for the Spurs over the last few games. Now, yeah. one big improvement is the 18-game losing streak's over, yeah. but you look at little things such as rebounding from November to December, at least defensive rebounds is up. Right. Uh, you, you know, the, the margin... Yeah, exactly. Turnovers are down. Uh, margin of getting smoked is down. My again, unless see that's my point. It just this this topic here was the worst time because the Pelicans lost, yeah. but they're being a little bit more competitive. And of course, right. you know, beating the clip. I'm sorry, the Lakers. Um, yeah. big question. Overall thoughts. Do our fans seeing the Spurs improvements? Are they at least seeing that effort on the court? Man, honestly, I think the way fans are reacting right now is is that so Friday's game against the Lakers was, you know, everybody was super ecstatic. You know, we finally broke the streak. Everybody was happy. It was one of those games where everybody played very well, right? Everybody was flowing good. Everything was good. And they moved Wimby to the five these last few games, and you're seeing his numbers shoot up a little bit too. So everybody was excited about that, thinking, you know what? Okay, we're getting there. We're making some progress. It's getting it's getting good. We're you know we're making some moves here, and then the Pelicans game happens, mm. and and now everybody again is like, trade everybody, get rid of <laughs> get rid of Collins, get rid of Kelton, get rid of man. People yeah. are saying get rid of Jeremy. People are saying get rid of everybody. The only wow. untouchable is Wimby, right? Yeah. But uh, man, it's it's just frustrating, man, because you know you get your hopes up after beating the Lakers. Which mm-hmm. some people will say, well, you know, they were missing so and so. It was only LeBron playing. But regardless of any of that, 
at least Austin Reeves didn't put 60 up on us. Yeah. You know what I mean, because if you if you notice some of these losses that we take, these bench players are putting up these crazy numbers. Yeah. These these nobodies you you really don't know about are are going yeah. off. So Friday's game was one of those games where it was all right, great. You know, we you know we shut down or Jeremy shut down LeBron because yeah. he, he did very well on him defensively, and uh, everybody was ecstatic about it. You know, Vassell goes off for a career high was yeah. 36, 36, 36, yeah. yeah. So you know, people are, are were happy. You know, people that were turning on Vassell were super excited. They're like, "That's the Vassell we we know yeah. and love, right? He's back." And then the Pelicans and game happens, and yeah. it's just like, "Gosh, man, it just." It, it, it feels like the air was just sucked out, you know. Yeah, what little yeah. air we we had, <laughs> it yeah. just got sucked out again. And yeah. now we're back at what's going to happen now? How many games are we going to lose now? You yeah, right, yeah, because up up next is the Bucks, and yeah. they're, they're in their gym, <laughs> so it ain't yeah. gonna be fun. But you know, look, you know, overall, you know, the Spurs are making baby steps. I yeah, mean, if technically, statistically, they are. Um, we mentioned that you mentioned the turnovers are, are you know slowing down not oh, as much yeah. Thir- just like 13 versus the Pelicans yeah uh, I think it was only eight versus the Lakers in that second Laker Laker okay, set yeah, yeah. well uh, defensively they're they're not they weren't terrible these last yeah. five or six games yeah you know well don't count the Pelicans of course right exactly but you go look back at the last uh, five six games their their defensive rating had actually they got they went up. They were yeah. playing better defensively. So, 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 so. Well, the, the funny thing about it is that the fact that you are aware of this, that tells me that fans are also aware of that. So do you think yeah. fans are kind of being forgiving for the Spurs in these last few games? <laughs> because because if, 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 progress, yeah. if progress is like the bright side of things right now, then right. technically they're making progress, Chris. They're, 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 they're getting there. Yeah. You know, as Spurs fans, we, we, we were spoiled for 20 years. Yeah, that's the other thing. We were so accustomed to winning, and you know, you have five seasons where it's just gone downhill. Mm-hmm. Of course, last season everybody knew what we were doing, so everybody was okay with that to sure. an extent. And you look at it and you think, okay, well, last year I started to I, I noticed, you know, during the losing streak, it was the first three quarters they're playing very, very, you know, like okay, they're good. Yeah. First half, that third quarter, towards the half end of the third quarter, they started going downhill. If you look back to last season, what was the the story? It was the Spurs played great for three quarters, mm-hmm. and then here comes the tank lineup. It's mm-hmm. almost as if they're still stuck on that, mm-hmm. you know. And that's where some fans are like, "Well, we're making progress," but then the fourth quarter comes along, and it just starts to go downhill, you yeah. know. We, we we get excited at the half when we're up, but then we take a step back and say, "Uh oh, are we yeah. gonna finish this off, or yeah. what's gonna happen here?" So, do 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 you think, like, what do you think will just be, I guess, good medicine for the Spurs fan base to feel better right now? Would it be being competitive against the Bucks? Would would that help? Will maybe you know not getting just smoked? Maybe okay, say so losing by forty, you know, maybe losing <laughs> by ten or fifteen. Like, do you think those little things will help Spurs fans? Uh, I think help help their minds this season. I think there is. So, if you look at the Spurs fans as a whole, there's a part of Spurs fans you can probably split it down the middle where half of them do, just don't care. They don't mm-hmm. care if it's close. They want to win, you know. And then the other half looks at things, uh, looks at the stats and says, "Okay, the turnovers are down. They're playing better defensively." Mm-hmm. If the Bucks come, we go into to Milwaukee. And, you know, we're competitive throughout the whole game. We keep it close. 
I think as a whole, we should kind of look at it as, I don't want to say a moral victory because man, yeah. after 18 straight losses and yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where what, do, what is a moral victory? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm afraid that we, we get blown out by 40 against Yeesh. the Bucks, man. Yeah. I, I just, well, I just, how about, how, how about this? How about this? Do you think this is putting smiles on Spurs fans right now? Moving Wimby to the five, Sohan no longer the point guard. Malachi took yeah. over that job. Do you think that is helping Spurs fans right now so, cope with the season so far? Yeah. So a lot of uh, there's some fans that look at Wimby moving to the five and they're noticing, you know, his, all his numbers went up. Everything. Yeah, they did. Points, everything. Rebounds, yeah. blocks, everything went up, and that got them excited. The Sohan experiment, everybody's. Uh, point guard experiment is everybody's happy that that's kind of over with because yeah, that was something that was just I I kind of understood why they were doing it. You mm-hmm. want you want his offensive game to to improve. Yeah. You know, you just don't want him just to be a defensive uh player. You want him to be a two-way player. That's that's the ultimate goal, you know. But it didn't work out. But yeah, you know, everybody seeing Wimby at the 5 and actually, you know, his numbers going up. I think his rebounds, I felt like they almost doubled. Yeah, last five games. Yeah, you know, and I mean, and, and he's holding his own against some of the big boys like uh, yeah, like Joker and and uh, who's the other big he went up against recently and uh, 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 Anthony was it Anthony Davis? Yeah, well, it was kind Davis. of a wash. Yeah. So you know, yeah. but he yeah. like, but but the point is is that yeah, I mean that should help Spurs fans deal with this. You know, for me, I see that as the team he's making moves right. to help you know the Spurs in, in as the season moves forward. You know, maybe that'll help this team turn the corner. Uh, you know, you you we thought it was going to happen after that Lakers game. I really thought the momentum from that Lakers yeah. game into the Pelicans game would carry over. It didn't. I was at the game uh, versus uh, New Orleans, and whew, you, you know, I, I saw some ray of hope at halftime because they were losing, but they weren't losing by much. It was like right. 61, 55, something point. like that. Yeah, yeah within 10, 10 points. points. Yeah. So I said, okay, fine. They're they're hanging in there, and then the wheels just came off. Yeah. You know, I did I did speak with Wimby after the game, and. You know, he and I, we talked about turnover. So he recognized that. He did say, like, yeah, he goes, that is kind of a good thing of late. Right. That um, that is being taken care of. But it's almost as if, like, you can just go on a whiteboard, like a chalkboard, and be like, okay, here's everything <laughs> on the offensive end and defensive end. Just pick something and work right. on it. You know? Right. Yeah. And- so, and even Popovich said that there are they are getting better, but they're not there yet offensively. But, yeah, I mean, to say they're turning the corner after the Lakers game – you think it was too premature? Way premature, man. And I'm okay. not gonna lie, man, because I was one of those fans that that you know I joked about when Jeremy came out. His he had dyed his hair and his, and his beard and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, here we go. You know, there's some changes going on. Then they 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 beat the Lakers and they put up they put up good numbers. Everybody played very well. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe this is a game that they needed to turn it around and maybe win two in a row. You know, maybe beat the Pelicans. Obviously, you look at the Bucks game and you're like, oh, that's you know, it's it's, it's Giannis. <laughs> You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, that's not and Dame game. dollars there, and, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Dame time. You know, so you look at you looked at that game. And you're like, okay, at least let them be competitive on that one. You know, and let let it keep let's keep it close. But then you get blown out by what was it? Uh, smoked thirty some odd points or whatever it was against the Pelicans. It's just like, okay, here we go. Now we're back yeah. to. Some people were tweeting, "The Spurs are back." After the, after the, <laughs> the Spurs are back. Yeah, the, the Spurs yeah. we all know and love are back, and it's like all right. Yeah, well, based on what Leha's telling us, it looks like Spurs fans are still going through it right now as yeah. the Spurs season continues. But when we get back, uh, we're gonna shine some light on Tony Parker. Yesterday, 
Parker got his uh, time in the spotlight in San Antonio for being inducted to the Hall of Fame. I'm going to ask Leha his favorite TP moments and more. That's coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, everybody. This is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Lockdown Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. But before we continue our chat with Chris Leha, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Look, as the weather gets colder, the NFL, well, those offers stay hot. They keep on getting hot only at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So you've been thinking about joining FanDuel. There's no better time to get on the action than right now. NFL season is underway. Your Cowboys are playing, everybody in San Antonio. Your Spurs are in action. There's no better time to jump on the action and get on FanDuel. Download that app right now. Do what you got to do. Go to their website. Get on the action only at FanDuel. And speed of that app, it's so easy to use. They have a wide range of betting options from over and unders, player props, spreads, so much more. I promise you, you're going to have fun with it. I have the app. You should get it too. Go right now. Go get that app. FanDuel. Go to your favorite uh, app store and download it right now. And also visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to Keep on cheering on the NFL season, your favorite team, Cowboys, Texas, what have you, only at FanDuel. Go get that app right now. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Also want to talk to you about Mustfingers drive Through Coffee. Go right now if you're in San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive. That's in the 21-1604 area. They got it all. They got a wide range uh, drink menu from the Alien, which is in honor of Victor Wimbayama. They got the OGOJ, which is the Orange Julius recreated only at Mustlingers. They got... The Sub-Zero, that's for UTSA's Frank Harris. They even have the signature drink, which is the Mudslinger. That'll get you introduced into the coffee world. And guess what? They have a friendly staff, great location, 281, 1604 area. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. San Antonio, go right now to Mudslingers. They're a proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs, and they proudly serve the San Antonio community. Look, over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. They're doing something right, and it shines every day with that friendly staff, great menu, and mini donuts. They're not always about just drinks. They got donuts on the menu. Go check them out in Mustlingers drive through Coffee. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. In, 6 p.m. open every day. You want to go there right now. They're active on social media on X, Threads, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Pick a platform. They are there. Their handle is at Mustlinger, S-A-T-X. That's all one word. Mustlingers, you want to go there right now because life is too short for a bland coffee. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs in this fan episode with Chris Leha making his return. He is with MCS General Contracting. He's going to brag about his company in just a few minutes and why you got to get that concrete. Yes, yeah. right. The, the, only problem, the only problem is I heard Clayface is talking some mad smack about MCS saying, oh, concrete, everybody wants clay. Clay's the way to go, not concrete. So. I, didn't, I didn't see him out there all this last week, man. Oh, that's I, right. I he said it was too cold and too wet for him. He couldn't hang, man. So <laughs> couldn't hang. You know, MCS, hang. We, 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 we find a way, man. We find a way to get the job done. Yeah. Rain, shine, cold, hot weather. It doesn't matter, man. It we doesn't matter. Work. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's going to talk more about MCS in just a few seconds. Hey, so Tony Parker got honored in San Antonio for his Hall of Fame induction. Yes, sir. His banner got uh, re-raised, re-raised. If you so to speak, with the Hall of Fame note, footnote on his jersey. So, you know, it was kind of a quick, short, in and out a ceremony. It wasn't long. Drawn. I remember Manu's. Manu's was a thing. It was yeah. like, 
pregame, halftime, you, I mean, it was the worst. <laughs> Tony just kept it short and sweet. Nevertheless, kudos to Tony, Hall of Famer. Leia, got to ask you, your favorite Tony Parker moment. So does it have to be on court or can it be off court? Because uh, Okay, well, give me both. Why don't, why don't we start off with uh, on the court? On the court is when he had a dunk against Houston, man, way, way back when. Because a lot of people don't don't know that, I mean, Tony had a few dunks throughout his career. He did. You know what I'm saying? And you could look at different moments in his career, but I, I, I'm i not a very, uh, I don't like to nitpick. You know, I like, sim- I'm a simple guy, right? So that dunk, it, it was all, to me, it was all like, oh man, he can dunk at six foot mm-hmm. or however tall he was. Cause you never, you never, it was a, it was a rarity of, of his. And uh, off court is when they won the championship and he was rapping French. Oh yeah. That, it's just the you know, infamous yeah. balance toi. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, what? wait, Tony raps? I was like, okay, yeah, hey, 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 man, he's a, he's a jack of all trades. He does a little bit of everything. He plays, he plays basketball and he raps. Look at that, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, there's a lot of moments you can look back in, you know, in 2007 when he won the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. MVP, man. You know, it was one of those moments where you look and you're like, oh, man, it's not Tim Duncan anymore. It's Tony's mm-hmm. team. Yeah. You know, and, and from there, it was, it was Tony's team, mm-hmm. really. But, yeah, man, I'm just – I'm I'm happy to look up at at the banners and now see you know the big three Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, do, you, do you think they're gonna put something up there for Pop? Do you think he's gonna be okay with that? So I was wondering the other day. I was like, has anybody ever put up a jersey for a coach? I, or I think I think the Jazz had one for Jerry Sloan. Maybe not a jersey, but like his name or something. His like name. That. I yeah. was wondering. I think I think everybody. We're gonna have to, yeah, we're gonna have to fact check that. We we'll have to Google it later. But yeah, I was wondering. I was like, man, I wonder if a coach has his name up there. Honestly, though, knowing Pop, he probably wouldn't want it. And yeah. with the way the season has been going this year, a lot of Spurs fans probably don't want that up there. Yeah, they're, yeah. Gonna be, they're gonna not be so happy. So yeah, let's well, let's, let's wait. Yeah, well, Tony Parker did address the fans uh, for a little while. He called them the best in the business. You know, he waved hello to everybody. Again, when I mean short and sweet, everybody, it was short and sweet. <laughs> I remember Manu's was the entire halftime. No, Manu's was post game. I forgot. Yeah, Manu, yeah, Manu's was post game, and it was a big to do. Manu even had a po- a pre game media session. Tony didn't. Do you, so, do you think it was they they thought let's do it halftime just because the way the season was going? They were like, let's not. You know, prolong this. Nah, I I think they should have done it after the game. Yeah, but you know, to really you know, give, to him, give him to give him more time. Yeah, to give him a shine. But nevertheless, hey, look, you know, kudos to Tony. You know, for me, my favorite moment on the court, man, there are so many. You know, well, I, I know for sure what my moment is off the court. On the court, I think I'm going to go with him winning the Finals MVP. You know, Hold seeing on, Tim Duncan yeah. literally tell him, "Thank you for carrying us," because Tony was was a beast you, you know everybody forgets this you know he led the league in points in the paint for an entire season and that's yeah. with playing with Shaq and timmy and kevin garnett rasheed wallace those kind of bigs were in the nba at that yeah. time it was parker who led the t- league in points in the paint because of the teardrop shot yeah that, that teardrop, was, uh, man. yeah Ooh, i think it was unstoppable yeah um off the court i think for me was celebrating in the locker room the title against Miami Heat. Yeah. Um, I think in the 2014, right? 2014, yeah. yeah. I have video of myself in there. And um, I, I did that iconic photo of them sitting together in the locker room. Yeah. With, uh, that, that I, was, I remember watching that photo tape being taken. And then, you know, a little aside here, two other favorite moments of being in the locker room. Because that was the first time I've ever had, <clears throat> was part of a championship yeah, celebration in a player's locker room. Two things. Corey Joseph 
he had way too many beers by the time I walked in. <laughs> he was already like, all he kept on saying was, man. That's so all he kept on saying was, man. Like, man, this feels good. Man, I can't believe what happened. Oh, my God, man. That's all he kept on saying. And then yeah. uh, then I remember kind of doing a circle. And then I Boris Diaw, I got to his locker room. Boris saw me. He put his arm around me, and he wanted me to drink with him. Not kidding. He wanted me to drink with him. He 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 had an ice bucket of uh, beers. Damn, he was ready to go. No, he go. No, he was ready to go, and he grabbed one, and I he gave it to me. He gave me one. He yeah. put on. He goes, "Come on, man, let's just drink, man." I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> You're like, I'm on the crazy. clock, man. I'm on the clock." <laughs> yeah, he's on the clock, but nevertheless, no. But to be in the locker room with Tony Parker, yeah. watching that iconic photo taking place, seeing him just you know, hollering and with his French flag and the hat. I mean, it was just. Awesome, you know. Technically, it's off the court; it's in the locker room. But right. Um, but those are kind of my two favorite moments. But you know, it begs the question, man: who's who can be? I mean, obviously, Pop is going to get something raised. I think if yeah. he allows it. I mean, but if, I, if he wants, but yeah, that's not in his in his in his character, you know. And and you look at the team right now, you think who who's going to be the next jersey to go up there? Right, Wimby, yeah. And and he right now you're going to say Wimby, and that's, yeah. that's about it. You know, we got to wait and see what what happens. Yeah. You know. Unless they do those sentimental ones, you know, like you're, I mean. Uh, who? I mean, I know some people. I mean, there are sentimental people. ones. Like Avery Johnson is up there. I think yeah. he, I, I don't think he should be up there, but that's just my opinion. You I know, mean, um, you know, there's, I mean, you know, Jacob, he he wants Kawhi's jersey up there. And yeah. You know how some fans are like, let's not do that. Let's not do that. I mean, you. you it's just crazy, man, because you, you're you looking at the team right now and you, you, you're thinking, who is going to be the next one? Because yeah. as of right now, the only one I, I'm going to be thinking of is Wemby. And yeah. I, just, I just hope that the team gets together. Maybe, maybe Patty Mills? Again, that sentimental one? I mean, Patty's my dude, man. I, I wish he'd just come back, you know? Yeah. Uh, some people might say Danny Green, <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean I, they, gave one to, they gave one to Bruce Bowen. I mean... I mean <laughs> if, Bruce, if Bruce Bowman is up there and, and Avery are up there, I mean, it, they kind of set that uh, the bar. It's like, yeah, yeah, and it's like okay, you, you know, the fan favorites as they call them. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's get them up there because I mean, that's, that's why I think the Spurs should copy the Dallas Cowboys. Just have a ring of honor. Yeah, that would that would that would make sense. You know, something like that would be pretty cool. And then at that point, you can save the the jersey. Uh, hanging mm-hmm. in the rafters for those more important players yeah. throughout the history of, of Spurs, yeah. and in the Ring of Honor to to honor yeah. you know guys like Patty Mills, Denny Green. Yeah. If you want to throw uh, Boris Diaw up there, I mean, sure, yeah, the French, I'm down with French that. Croissant, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, those passes and so these are all guys that played a big part in in, in championships. You can go back to mm-hmm. 07. You can you want to put Fab up there? I mean, what, whatever. Sure. Yeah. You know, and it, it just keeps going at that point, and that makes sense you know mm-hmm. you just show you're showing love to people that have come and gone yeah. and i think on like for the cowboys for the ring of honor they put coaches up there yeah see uh, easy so you could you could put pop on, on that if pop doesn't want to have a, a jersey or a, a yeah. banner put up put him in a ring of honor that'd be pretty cool absolutely so, absolutely he is chris leha with mcs general contracting brag about mcs what's cooking oh man dude hey we're getting close to the end of the year trying to close out strong and uh get these jobs done man and the weather's been, you know, pretty, pretty hectic out there. We actually did a job this past week where it started raining on us. Man, we're putting up plastic and all sorts of things yeah. to keep the rain off of us. But yeah, man, we actually got a. I'm actually gonna be doing a, a giveaway through our Instagram page. Ooh, look at that! So you see, what's uh, the Instagram? You you peep the hat. Uh, just look up MCS General Contracting and uh, 
stay tuned. I'm going to be doing a little giveaway. We're going to give away about four hats yeah. and maybe something else. So, you yeah. know, it's can, can, can you repeat the uh, Instagram again just for people to uh, check it out? M MCS General Contracting. You there look you us go. up, man, and, and, and we're on there. That's where I post more of my, uh, you know, uh, media the videos and pictures because yeah. it's hard on X, man. I yeah, have to do so yeah. much editing work to, to put a video mm -hmm. on there. On Instagram, at least, I just, you know, put the video up, and then I choose what song I want, and I'm yeah. done. You know, yeah, put done. a little couple yeah. hashtags. Hashtag MCS beats Clayface any day. <laughs> is is Clayface eligible to, for this contest or no? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a I'm not against you know allowing the uh, the haters to come in and, and try to win something. So <laughs> he well, is Chris Leha with MCS General Contracting. Again, check out that Instagram. He told you where it's at. Go subscribe right now for that contest and make sure to follow him on X at C Leha Three. Again, thanks, Chris, for uh, repping the fan base right here on Lockdown Spurs. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for yeah, having me. Today. Yeah. Damn shame the Spurs had to lose against the Pelicans. I it would have been even better. I wish we could have had, yeah, I wish I could have yeah. said something about that game. But yeah. it's, it's, it's better for me to, to stay calm. You know, there you go. Calm. There you go. Stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for making uh, Lockdown Spurs your first uh, choice for all things San Antonio Spurs. Uh, you can find us on Ken's 5 Plus app, uh, Google Play, I believe it's on iTunes, and then and, and, uh, Spotify. I mean, the YouTube, list goes on everywhere. and on. YouTube, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, so no excuse for you to not check out Locked On Spurs. And don't forget to check out the rest of the Locked On Podcast Network. And speaking of YouTube, thank you very much, Mr. Leha. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with local experts of Locked On Plus national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So for Chris Leha with MCS General Contracting, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Mm -hmm.